Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so excited today to be joined by Georgina Campbell to talk all about her film Barbarian. And the, the first thing that I want to talk about a little bit is your development of this character, because we're meeting her in, in such a bubble in terms of the story where she shows up at this Airbnb, she's in town for a job interview, and, you know, there's a whole world that exists for her and a whole day-to-day, -day, a background, you know, where she grew up, who her family is, that we don't necessarily explore in depth in the film, but all would come into play as to who she is and how she responds to a lot of the situations. And so I was interested in how you went into developing her as a character, given the amount of latitude that, that the script allowed for and what some of the benefits and challenges of that were. Yeah, it was really interesting. When I first read the script and then um, had a conversation with Zach, uh, we spoke about the character Tess and he had like a big understanding of, of where she was from and what her kind of backstory was. And I mean, you get like little details of this Marcus, but obviously we don't really go that deeply into it. Who's a kind of a relationship that she's trying to get out of and that she's someone that um, kind of easily is drawn into bad situations and is someone that's probably had quite like a tra traumatic upbringing and that kind of lends itself to the reasons why she kind of keeps getting pulled back into things that she probably should just let go of. Um, so yeah, we spoke about it and that was really helpful. But then I think sometimes like you, as an actor, for me personally, like getting too into the weeds of the backstory can sometimes get in the way because this is the sort of film where everything you're, it's just a reactive film. There's a situation and the situations keep building, 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 building. And it's someone reacting to those situations. And also she's quite, you know, I think she reacts in quite a relatable way <laughs> like that any normal person would probably react to what's going on around her. Um, so yeah, we spoke about it and then kind of shelved it and then just got into the scenes and working with the other actors and kind of creating the film. And there's also, there's different types of tension that the film creates and there's kind of what, what happens later in the film, which we can, we can touch upon a little bit later. But, but the first thing is you have a woman who's showing up at an Airbnb and finding that there's a guy who's already staying there, who's also rented it through another service and it's been double booked. And that in itself brings a certain level of tension from the uncertainty and being in a place that she's unfamiliar with, not having anywhere else to go, it being very late at night and kind of stepping through that front door, all that that means for her in terms of feeling very on edge, looking for a lot of details and information and trying to kind of manage the situation for herself. Um, and so I was interested in, in how you wanted to approach that side of her because we learn quite a lot about her characteristic and her personality by how she even deals with, with the stress and the uncertainty of that at the beginning. Yeah, I thought that was, that was really interesting. Obviously, I mean, that, the whole script is very well written and well crafted, but that the opening of the film with Tess and Keith is so well written and Zach had been reading a book which he gave to me and I can't remember the name of the book but it was about fear and it was about instincts and it was mostly about um, women getting into situations that were dangerous and the different instincts that you have that sometimes you you put under the carpet and like the book goes into various women who've had traumatic situations happen and then they go back and they say oh well there was this moment or there was that moment where I felt uneasy and uncomfortable with it but I just kind of let it go because 
I mean, it didn't seem like that big of a deal. So I thought that was interesting in that he tells that story within that the first part of the film of someone coming into a situation, a woman coming into a situation and all those little moments that put her off, off ease. And even just the smallest things like, do you want a cup of tea and kind of not wanting someone to make you a cup of tea because you don't know them and would they put something in it? Like what's going on? But then also Keith being this really kind of affable, nice guy. And even though, I mean, casting wise, it's really smart because Bill Skarsgård is kind of known for playing very dark roles. And he has a, an, a presence about him that is a little bit, you know, you're just not quite sure. But really within the film world, he's kind of a good looking guy that's really nice. <laughs> It's kind of seems really sweet and doesn't seem threatening. Um, so it's interesting going through that journey with them to the point where she decides he's okay, he's fine and everything kind of relaxes. Um, so that was fun. It was fun building that with Bill and, you know, those different moments. And um, I really enjoyed watching it because there's two different scenes going on in one scene really of him just trying to be nice and trying to make sure that this woman feels safe and protected and then her overthinking every little thing he's doing and being afraid because she's in this situation that she feels like she can't get out of. And with the fact that you're bringing up those elements, like, okay, I'm being offered a cup of tea, you know, all the things that are going through her head. On the other side of things, I was interested if, if you and Zach or you and Bill kind of talked about, well, what are the ways in which we need to make the audience believe that she would stay in the situation? And, you know, she does kind of become a little bit more relaxed as, as time goes on and as they chat and as they get to know and kind of opens herself up a little bit more. And there's little things like taking a photo of his ID when she finds his wallet or the fact that she only has a glass of wine when she's seen the bottle be open in front of her and so did you talk about those sorts of things and the things that she was doing for herself to feel safe and to kind of push away the the questions in the back of her head yeah definitely it was I mean again Zach's writing is really mm -hmm. great and I think he made the the scenario so that you know she can't get a hotel because all the hotels are booked up so what is she going to do she's in a a kind of scary neighborhood, where is she gonna go? She needs to go to this job interview, you know, it's important to her. And that all these things that build up to her staying and also the way that obviously Keith kind of has this moment where he does this like very funny, very sweet monologue about the wine and about knowing why she didn't want to drink the tea and kind of breaking the ice at that point of like him being like, I'm very aware of your worries and I'm going to show you by opening this wine in front of you that I get it and it's fine, but like, I'm okay. I'm not going to do anything to you. And then on the flip of that also, she fancies him. <laughs> so, you know, that's what happens in the end. They kind of fancy each other. And I mean, like, you know, people go on hinge dates and Tinder dates with people they've never met. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's what dating can be like is that you you just meet someone and you hope they're not a creep so <laughs> I feel like that added element that they have chemistry and it kind of becomes this oh maybe I fancy him a bit also adds to the reasons why she would stay and why she would suddenly feel like oh this guy's okay like you know there's something there 
And was there was there an interesting element as well in playing a character where, you know, with with dynamics like the one with Bill, that your character doesn't have pre, any pre-existing history with anyone that she interacts with in the film? Um, and so how did that kind of lead into the way that you were setting up scenes with different scene partners, given that it wasn't about, you know, building a relationship and building a history, but building an element of getting to know each other or being in a very reactionary situation with each other? Yeah, I mean, it makes things a lot easier because you're not having to fit in, you know, a relationship that has lasted years or something in, in a very finite amount of time. And I mean, Bill, I, I actually had met him before on another job. He was on a series called Soulmates and I was on the episode just before his and he was there when we wrapped and we had like a little dinner thing. So that was kind of funny that suddenly I was working with him. So we kind of already knew each other a little bit, which broke the ice, but it's kind of nice to be able to go into scenes and not have to have any baggage in it. You can just play it and react to what everyone's doing. And um, I really enjoyed that. And it just makes things easier because you're learning about the character at the same time that your character is learning about the character. So it all feels very natural. I love that. And, and there's also the, the added element as well in this film that there's a lot of scenes that you're playing without a scene partner where we're, it's really just you and the camera kind of going into the story. And so what, what's the dynamic of those sorts of scenes for you and the, the type of preparation or approach that goes into a lot of those? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I, I kind of, I didn't, I suppose I didn't really think about that, that there, there are a lot of scenes where she, she's on her own, but I think it's just, I mean, Zach's such a fantastic director. So it didn't really ever feel like there was a pressure because he was very good at directing and he was very much in, in the zone with you. And I felt like he had my back because <laughs> sometimes when you're on your own, maybe you start um, hamming things up a little bit because you're like worried that there's, there's nothing else going on. It's just you. And he was very good at kind of keeping everything grounded. Um, so it was, it was, it was fine. I didn't really, um, yeah, I guess I didn't really think about those, those scenes specifically. <laughs> I mean, I, I love what you're bringing up there about the the way that the reactions could be very heightened, but keeping it very grounded, because like you said earlier, it's a very relatable response to fear. And this this isn't something where we're just watching a woman run through this house, you know, screaming in response to things. It really is, you know, the emotional and the psychological impact of what this fear, you know, that she ends up in leads her to. Um, and so how did you kind of find that that balance of where you wanted it to sit? And was it something where you found it in those first few scenes or did you kind of try a few different versions of what that ended up looking like? Yeah, we. it's something that like, I'm always kind of very aware of. I can't remember what, I did a job years ago and the director, I remember we went through the whole script and almost we, we kind of each scene had like a wave to it and knowing like where you are on the wave in one scene of emotion to the next, because it would be really easy in something like this to be at a 10 all the time. And that would become really boring <laughs> and like not very realistic. So being able to like speak with Zach and figure out exactly where she is in specific moments. And also, you know, we start on day one with her and then we come back to her a few weeks later and, finding like actually that maybe some of the like most heightened scariest moments are like at the beginning and then when we come back you've almost 
she's been there a while like she's been in this situation she's kind of gone a little bit mental herself <laughs> so it was really interesting finding those different scenes and then especially with the other actors as well kind of fitting in their waves as well because everybody's going through different levels of fear and it's yeah it was really kind of interesting to put that all together yeah. And there's a, there's a moment where we get to see her outside of the bubble of that house where she goes to this job interview that she's in town for. And I thought that was interesting too, because again, that's a, a stressful, tense situation, but with the necessity of like a facade of being very relaxed, very comfortable. Um, and so how did you want to go into that scene? And, and what did what did a moment like that help you in terms of developing the character a little bit further and adding a little bit more layers of, of you know, everything of she's interviewing for this documentary research position, you know, and all the things that that told you about her. Yeah, I think I just, I felt like it was, it, it's just a nice, because that happens so early before the shit goes down and everything goes absolutely mental. Um, it's just nice that you get to see her in a normal way. And we had a really lovely actress that came in and it was kind of very calm and um, not, it wasn't very stressful to film because a lot of this was like high intense emotion, late night shoots, kind of very, very stressful. And this was just like a very nice, relaxed, someone's going for a job interview, excited about it, excited about the guy that's at home. Maybe there's something going on there. So it was kind of a, a good scenario to see her happy, <laughs> smiling, relaxed um, before we kind of see her in all the other stressful situations that go down. And she, she starts to then at the house feel that something's awry and she kind of discovers this this way down to the basement and I thought that scene was so interesting in terms of your relationship with Zach as a director because at that moment the light source for the scene as well as the camera being very close is a cell phone that you're holding in that moment um, and so I was interested in kind of the dynamic that you had to have with the camera the awareness that you had to have given that in essence you're also lighting the scene alongside your performance. Yeah, that was really exciting. That was kind of Zach Kreger, the director, and Zach Cooperstein, the DOP, um, had kind of created this idea of, of yeah, wanting to use um, real lights, using people's phones, um, using a flashlight. Um, so that all kind of had to be choreographed and made sure that the light's in the right place and maybe sometimes holding it in, in, in an odd way <laughs> to kind of make sure that the lighting looks right and looks good. Um, but it was really enjoyable and it made everything feel a lot more realistic because the sets, the, the way the sets were designed is just stunning. And when you get into them, especially in those really dark scenes, it was, it was pitch black. Like it was kind of almost a farce because, you know, you've got this whole cramp camera crew trying to move around, and, you know, the boom and everything's pitch black. And the only thing is like an iPhone light lighting everything. So I think there were a few times people tripped and things like that. <laughs> it really added to the atmosphere and made everything feel very real. I was also curious in, in those sorts of scenes as well, whether it's helpful to have an awareness and to think about the tensity that's building for the audience, the suspense that's building for them, because it's being built through your character and the things that she's responding to. And, and those are moments where you're having to kind of respond to things that aren't, you know, physically there or sounds that, that aren't actually happening in the moment. And so you're really creating a lot of that for the audience through your performance, or was it very much just, you know, singularly focusing on character and, and her response in those instances um I think it was oh my god I mean we 
we had lots of discussions, me and Zach. I mean, we had quite an easy shorthand. So it would kind of feel like, okay, we've got an intense moment coming up. Are you ready for an intense moment? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> so it was just kind of really, I don't know. I think I have quite a, an active imagination. I think lots of actors do. So just really trying to put yourself in that situation and forget about the cameras and just feel, you know, the kind of claustrophobic nature of being in those tunnels, being in that situation. And it was quite easy to kind of get into that zone and just feel exactly how would you feel if you were in that situation. Absolutely. And and kind of diving into talking about spoiler territory for the film and, and essentially what is revealed later on. Um, I wanted to talk about the character of, of the mother in the film that is kind of in essence what has been lurking in this basement and just how you worked with the actor who was who's playing that and again just the types of discussions that you were having around what's this going to look like because there's such a crux you know especially within this genre it's like the payoff has to work when the audience finally sees what's being built up um and so what were some of the intricacies of, of that first moment where your character first sees it and kind of first starts to have a, an understanding of what it is that's been lurking in this basement in the dark yeah, I mean, I loved when I read the scripts and suddenly, you know, out of nowhere, mother comes running in and smashes his head to bits and you're like, what? <laughs> this isn't the movie I thought I was watching at all. Um, so when Matt came in and, and he plays mother and they they kind of, I mean, to begin with, Zach was sort of being like, shall we do it so that you don't see him and, until the moment that we film it? But I mean, the logistics of that is just really difficult and you have to do blockings and, you know, Matt's got to be around and, and do his thing and get ready. Um, so I did see him beforehand, but the prosthetics that they used were just amazing. I mean, he completely transformed and he's such an amazing actor. He did so much work and was looking at like feral children and, and his mannerisms, the way he walked. It, it, I mean, it was just so like immersive as soon as he was in that zone he was mother um so it was in that aspect really easy again i think because everything in this film was practical you don't have to you know it's not someone with green dots on their face um that you have to kind of imagine what it's going to look like and kind of give your performance from there it was there he looked like that you know the scene where keith's head gets smashed is um that's all real that's all practical so it all yeah, it's it's all just there. It's just very makes everything very very easy to act against. <laughs> and you you were touching upon earlier. Obviously, then there's there's kind of a time jump for your character where we don't see her for a moment, and then we come back into that same space. And and it's been you know probably a couple of weeks, but for her, she has no idea how long she's been down there. There's not even any light coming in to get a sense of when the day passes and and what time is. Um, and she's in such a different space because there's this real there's acceptance of certain things understanding having figured out some of what she needs to do to survive that survival instinct is like still there just kind of like sitting latent waiting for an opportunity to try and escape still um and so what were a lot of the different layers that you wanted to bring into that moment with all of those different facets in mind of of you know what is this trauma that she's been going through over the last couple of weeks yeah it was really interesting i think it went back again to her kind of setup of this person that's kind of finds herself in situations that are bad, has bad relationships, maybe had a bad upbringing and is used to kind of contorting herself to suit other people. And I think that's why going into this situation and once she's there with, with mother, she's able to survive because she's able to do 
figure out what mother wants and do it and knows that that's a survival technique. She's not getting anywhere. She's not getting out of the situation at that point, but she's managing to stay alive by adapting to it. So that was really interesting to kind of be able to go into that and, and think about how she's managed to figure this out. And then also, you know, there's stuff that happens between um, mother and um, AJ, Justin's character, um, which was so interesting because I, I was immediately like, oh, you know, that must have been, she must have been through all of that. And that's why she knows what to tell um, AJ to do. Um, and that was something that, Zach hadn't actually thought. Zach had thought that mother had kind of treated her differently. And I was like, no, I was like, it's definitely that she's been through the whole thing. She knows exactly what's gonna happen if you upset her. And that's why she has this ability to go, okay, this is what you've got to do. This is how you've got to behave. Otherwise you're not gonna be able to survive. So that was fun being able to kind of bring that into it and a desensitization of being in that situation. Um, and then we had so much fun with the hair and makeup and, and trying to make her look as gross as possible, um, which was, you know, we had to keep kind of pushing and pushing because it's, you know, it's a film and people, you know, you don't want people to look too terrible. Um, but we, yeah, tried to make her look as, um, as, as messy and kind of messed up as, as we possibly could. Where where did you want her to be physically at that point in the movie as well? Because again, it's, you know, she's been trapped down there. She has been fed to a degree, but like she hasn't been eating proper meals. She hasn't seen daylight. She hasn't been able to move around properly. And so from a physical standpoint, how did that shift some of the elements of character for you? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it. A little bit, but I think because it's not a film about that, I think it would be yeah. very different if that was something that you're concentrating on is her kind of being through these weeks and what happened. It's very much a film of like reacting to things that are happening. So it, it kind of, hopefully you can feel that a bit, especially kind of mentally, I tried to kind of put um, something in there of like how she's shifted mentally, uh, but physically there wasn't enough time really physically to do anything different. <laughs> And I think everything starts moving at such a rate of knots once you get to that point that there's not really time even for the audience to think about like, you know, what would her body be like or how would she be behaving or what? It's just so many things start happening back to back that she's got to react to. Yeah. And just like the survival instinct of I need to try and get out when I see an opportunity. <laughs> I mean, with that in mind, were there, were there any complexities that came into those scenes? Because like you said, it's it's very kind of fast paced from that point in terms of her trying to escape, her trying to get through a window and, and then just kind of like a lot of physical movement into a lot of different spaces following that. Yeah, it was interesting because I think when we filmed, we filmed it in Bulgaria and then we did um, another uh, shoot later on in Detroit for a few of the kind of exterior shots. And there was when um when i don't know i guess it's with spoilers so <laughs> spoilers but, um when she kind of does escape um there's a sequence of her trying to get to find a phone and when we first shot that um well i think we did really think about the physicality of her and like that she would be tired and that it was like overwhelming and that she hasn't been eating much and um so we went with that but then when they got to the editing of it, it was just too slow. It just really cut off the tension. So we had to redo it and have it move faster. Um, so that was kind of an interesting aspect looking at the editing of it and the fact that once you get towards that, um, the end point of the film, everything starts moving very, very, very fast. Um, 
so once we kind of figured that out, it was it was fine. It was just like keeping everything going and feeling like there's an adrenaline to everything that everyone's going through and everyone needs to move very fast because it's life or death. Yeah. I mean, it also says so much about her as a character that, you know, she she's there kind of trying to survive for herself, but then she also is willing to put herself back in harm's way for in essence a stranger and somebody that that she doesn't know and I was I was really I I loved that character detail and was interested in in when you read the script what that really told you about her and and some of the aspects that you uncovered about her just from something as simple as that within the script but that gives you so much yeah I think she has like a really strong moral compass and you know that even the first time when when Keith goes down and he's basically like just stay here um, because I'm, you know, I don't want to get trapped. Please stay here. And she's like, okay. And then once she says that, okay, that's it. Now she feels like she she has to take care of him and and make sure he's okay. And then that obviously carries on with um, AJ's uh, character. And the way that I've heard Zach uh, Kreger describe it is that he wanted to put uh, Tess and AJ through a morality test, and they're both going through the morality test, and she passes and he doesn't. Um, and I suppose I liken her to someone, you know, when you hear stories of like bombings or really horrible tragic events, and then there's people that end up like going back into harm's way to help people that are stuck. And it's a very specific type of person. And I don't think you'll ever really know if you're that person or not, unless you're put under those situations. Um, but she's clearly one of those people that under under that pressure and everything, she still wants to to help people and save them um, and isn't so much thinking about herself, which I don't know if I can relate to. That's, she's, she's a good one. <laughs> she's a good egg. <laughs> And go, go, going even even further into into the spoilers, I did want to ask about that final scene with Mother, um, and just kind of how you found what you wanted that scene to look like because it's it you know it's like you said that's kind of such like an emotional connective moment for her at, at the end of the film, and there's so many different ways that that interaction could have gone with the two characters. Yeah, that was so interesting. When I read, I was really worried about that scene. That was the scene that I was really stressed about. And I remember the day of filming, I was stressed the whole day. And we ended up having to do that scene really quickly because we were filming uh, night shoots and the sun was starting to come up. So we really didn't have any time. It all happened very fast. And I came out of it and felt really upset because I thought I didn't really do my best. I, I don't know what I really did. But then watching it now, it's really much more of Matt's moment. It's, it's much more mother's moment. And I think he gives such a beautiful, tender performance and you kind of, he really encapsulates the whole trauma that his character has gone through. And the fact that you realize that she's not really the monster, she's the product of monstrous things that have happened to her. Um, so when I watched it, I was just sort of like, oh, I, did, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm just so into what Matthew's doing. <laughs> So he saved the day there. I think that was really his moment. And I think he absolutely killed it. I love that. Well, congratulations on everything with the film. And thank you so much for talking about it. Really, really appreciate it, Georgina. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed it.